0: Or at whatwasthatlike.com.
1: Hey, y'all. We had a rough week here at Fruit Loops HQ, so we weren't able to get a new episode out. But we do have a treat for you. This is one of our extra, extra episodes that we do for our patrons. We hope you enjoy it, and we'll have a new episode next week. But until then, look alive, y'all.
2: Extra. Read all about it. Fruit Loops have some updates for you and we are gonna shout it! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the first thing I want to say is fuck you, Zuckenberger. Whatever your name is. (laughs) What happened? (laughs) Well, Facebook went down and uh, it ruined me and Beth's way to communicate with each other (laughs) uh which was nerve-wracking because there was something important happening at the same time all my buddies in my whatsapp group couldn't communicate it was like oh my gosh what is is happening and i just facebook is um not doing great things in terms of the world and like you know battling white supremacy and stuff and so In that sense, it's good that it's it went down and, and for a moment those things couldn't perpetuate themselves. But it was really <laughs> inconvenient, I will say that. Um, I was like, n- n- what? Refresh. Refresh. <laughs> and then I got the news at the end of the day when it returned yeah. like, Oh, that! I thought it was my Facebook's internet. I, I th- mm-hmm. changed my router. I got a mobile oh my hotspot. Gosh. I did all kinds of. Wow. things. It, it was Zuckerberg's fault. So fuck yep. you. Um, <laughs> did you hear about the dude who went missing? And then uh he 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 went missing, and uh he he joined his own search party. When no. and and he realized the person they were looking for in the search party was him. <laughs> That's hilarious. He, okay, so what let did me, he think l- he was searching l- for? Let me break it. <laughs> let me break it down. So in uh, Ankara, Turkey, uh, a scene worthy of a comedy sketch. I say agree. <laughs> a Turkish man joined a search party after a missing person, not realizing he was actually the one they were searching for. The man's name is Behan Mutlu. And he had been drinking quite a lot with friends on Tuesday (laughs) when he wandered into a forest in a province somewhere. And uh, I think he fell asleep in a house. Passed out. (laughs) Yeah, he passed out. (laughs) And uh, when he failed to return, his wife and friends were like, what's going on? So they called the authorities and a search party was sent out. Now, 50-year-old Mutlu... Woke up from being better. He's (laughs) fifty. I know, right? It's a pandemic. Like nobody, none of us are ourselves right now, right? So, Mootlu, fifty years old, stumbles across the search party looking for somebody, and he's like, "I'm gonna help." So he joins them. He joins the search team with such ving and vigor, just aggressively searching for this missing person to help whoever needs help. But when the members of the search party started calling his name. He replied, "I'm here <laughs> in the search party. Oh yeah. my god, that's hilarious!" So the search was over, and boy, oh boy, was this a funny story. <laughs> I, I love, love it. that. Yes, I'm so glad it you did. Sound like it could be, a, it could even be a movie or something. Yes, I know. <laughs> like, dude, was my car only a little bit more interesting? Yeah dude where's me yeah (laughs) so (laughs) um my next story and uh i was wondering if you heard about the story about uh university in the boston area we've talked about how racist the boston area historically has been um that a bunch of white students wrote a letter specifically only to black students and Hmm. um I guess it happened at uh, UMass at the black student union. They posted a they, message on their they
1: st- wrote a message to just the black students.
2: Yeah. I think at the m- black student union, they posted it either on the message board physically or the message board online. Okay. Um, and, uh, uh, I guess in addition to this, the Black Student Union organizations um, have been getting racist emails for weeks. And about what? Um, I mean, that there's no excuse. There is no excuse. <laughs> there's no excuse. But what the hell? <laughs> there is absolutely. She, that's why she's my favorite white lady. I can't say that enough. <laughs> uh, sh, uh, they were saying things like, "You don't belong here. Um, what? You're disgusting." What let, me, let, let me pull up the. Let me see if I can pull up the messages. Oh my god. Um, let's see. Blatantly racist emails. Um, And I don't want to traumatize anybody. Uh, I'm trying to see if... I haven't actually been able to find copies of the emails themselves just reports on it because the black student organizations were complaining like, hey, university, we're paying gazillions of dollars to be here and be safe. Uh, And oh, here it is. Herein lays the problem with your presence at our college. You simply did not get here on merit. White people, Asians, Hispanics, none of us truly want to interact with you. Oh, my God. We only do so because it's required. Oh my god. Yeah. Um and I fuck think that's you guys. just yeah, fuck them absolutely, but also fuck the university for their slow response. Um at first the university did nothing. And then oh when social god. media was like, This is some bullshit. This is then problem. they were like, yeah. you know what? This is bullshit. We are gonna investigate so hard. <laughs> and then <laughs> so and then they didn't investigate. <laughs> that's that's pretty much that's pretty much where it's yeah. been left. Um yeah. there's a lot of outrage, but little to no action. And, um, you know, you go to college to learn about um, yourself, to learn about other people, to learn about new things. Um, and to say, to have their students blatantly say, we only have to interact with you because we are required is a failure on the university, failure yeah. on the admissions people. I mean, for letting a, a caliber of people like that into the school. Um, yeah. And, uh, it's it's a teaching opportunity. It's a learning opportunity. I really hope that the um, UMass um, does something about it. Yeah, if um, they don't, that's bullshit. It is, and I think people also think that racism isn't that bad if it doesn't kill you. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> but bullshit. It, it's 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 not. Rape isn't that
1: bad if it doesn't kill you, right?
2: Yes, thank yeah. you. Oh my god, Beth, <laughs> how do you do this every time? How do you? How are you this wonderful of a, whi- of a white it's person? It's just common sense. I, I almost can't even believe that you are my white friend because you ca- you just get it. Yeah. If, it's just common just sense. Just because you don't die doesn't mean that it's not harmful doesn't hurt you. Yeah. or hurtful. And yeah. Um, yeah, something should be done about it. Uh,
0: Absolutely. 24 hours ago, I found out the person that I'd been dating and seeing for the last six months
2: stress. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Fruit Loop Serial Killers of Color. Listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash fruit. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash fruit. My next story is about Maya Marcano. Have you heard about her? She was, I have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This one is a sad one. Now, she was yeah. a 19-year-old girl uh, in Orlando, Florida, and uh, she's part of the Trinidadian community. So shout out to my Caribbean peoples. Um, what, Maya went missing at the end of September, and it turns out she was abducted and she was found murdered, according to uh, Orange County Sheriff John Minna. Her body was found near an Orlando apartment complex last week and the the person of interest was a man at a man Ma- at maintenance apart- man yeah a maintenance man at her apartment and um he had made a bunch of romantic advances towards her and she turned him down um, one report I saw said that she filed it, like an order of protection. It's not quite a restraining order against him. And um, Marcano, uh, she lived in this really nice apartment complex, and she also worked there in Orlando. And she was found at a different acom- um, apartment oh. complex, 18 miles away from her home. Wow. Um, and her person ID were located on her body. Cell phone records indicated that Armando Manuel Caballero is the person of interest identified and he committed suicide yeah in his apartment. So, yeah. uh,
1: well, but, uh, fuck you guys. Um, yes. I mean, assuming, yes, a- allegedly, a- Oh know. yeah. I
2: forgot. We have to say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Well he's dead. So, uh, pretty <laughs> oh. sure he did it. Um, yeah, yeah. all the evidence Gross. does
2: seem to suggest cause he even told the police, you know, they asked him, have you seen her? And he said, oh, I saw her on the last day that she was alive, meh, around that 3 p.m. that afternoon. Well, it turns out, because of his um, occupation, he has a master key, key to all yeah. of the apartments. Right. and those fobs keep records y'all uh which is oh, a, which wow. is a good thing yeah so the record the or the metadata from the fob indicates that he was in her room or he used it to enter her room to get get yeah. in her apartment so yeah. a, he, an arrest warrant has been issued uh or i'm sorry no 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 arrest warrant because he's he Cause committed excited. but he he <laughs> had he uh, before he had a um a pattern of breaking into people's rooms and oh so there gosh. was a burglary charge or warrant for his arrest on and burglary. he's still working burglary. there <laughs> he was still working there wasn't yeah. that wild so um very wild I, yeah. uh, i'm i'm glad that i saw the caballero um or not the caballero the maya marcano 19 years old story in the mainstream news um yeah, give yeah all. i saw a lot of
1: articles about it yeah yeah yeah. that was
2: good yeah and i think it it probably led to the closure of the case um sooner versus later because there are hundreds of thousands of black and brown missing women um all over the united states and um this uh is um a sign that uh people are paying attention so um what else did i want to talk to you about oh um okay well, I've, I'm not sure how long I've been talking, mostly because we, we did something before we went on. Uh, yeah, uh, before I we don't recorded. know either. Um, in, tell me one more. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um. Okay, this one is kind of a happy story. So in Queensland, Australia, Indigenous land has been returned to the Indigenous people. Can what? you believe it? Can no, you, can't. Believe when you dig it? <laughs> but I'm happy to hear it. I know I'm so happy. Just Very okay, cool. let me get into it. So some of Australia's world famous national parks have been returned to the hands of indigenous owners wow. after a deal was negotiated with the government. This deal took four years. The indigenous people did not relent. And thank goodness the colonial powers that be in the Australian government were willing to listen. Yeah. Um the deal was signed last month with members of of the Eastern Kuku Yal- Yalanji community and um, the government. Um, and it uh, involves four national parks that were returned to the owners of the land. And I'm glad the wow. article said it that way. Now, um, the area includes Daintree National Park, uh, UNESCO World Heritage Site that is estimated to be around 130 million years old. Wow. The land given back totals more than 395,000 acres in Northern Australia. Wow. Yes. That's awesome. And again, it took them years to negotiate this with the Queensland right. government. Um, Apparently, this is fascinating. Yes, I wanted to say a little bit more about this culture. Eastern Cuckoo Yalanji culture is one of the oldest living cultures in the world, dating back 50,000 years in the area. Yeah, and Aboriginal Australians have the longest continual living culture in the fucking world. Wow. if you think about it, white people have only been the boss for 400. So yeah, we yeah. win. Uh, anyway, the agreement <laughs> recognizes their right to own their own country, to protect their own culture and share with visitors. And eventually they will be able to take it over completely, be the sole like managers of nice. the land. Um, Let's see. Uh, The government in Australia admitted that they have an uncomfortable and ugly past. No shit. And, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, the story goes, the British colonized the area, claimed it, even though people already lived there, and then moved the Aboriginal people from their homes, segregated them, and, and then also frequently removed their children. And we see this in the United States and in Canada, too, that the children, indigenous children are used as pawns. So the indigenous people will say, no, don't take my children. And then the colonizer says, If you don't give me your children, it's your children or your land, which one do you want? And they, right. they, they, take the land um of course yeah yeah so the indigenous yeah totally they're still suffering from the effects of colonialism which uh are terrible um but this is a good step toward reconciliation between colonizers governments and its uh indigenous people um and i thought that was good news and the ancestors the the tribe's people or the indigenous tribe members um, said that they felt like this was their ancestors calling them back home. And I just thought that was so beautiful. Yeah, that is beautiful. Yeah.
0: So when the scammer uses the hypnotic method of building rapport, then they create dysfunctional, delusional reality. That's how a scam begins. Convincing the mark that it makes perfect sense to hand over their money to a con artist. The Scams and Cons podcast tells you how scams are run. You'll hear how people are convinced to buy fake art, buy machines that print money, or steal your house. I get a phone call from my wife, and she let me know that they had decided to move all our stuff out. I can no longer do anything about it except go through an eviction. And you'll hear it from the experts people who run the cons So we go to your bank you go in and get 6000 cash give us each 3000 we give you this uh-huh. you go home and what you find out is cut up newspaper It's fun to know how the trick is done and that's what scams and cons is all about Listen at scamsandcons.com or wherever fine podcasts are found Hi I'm Sean McCabe
2: Come play with us. Get ready for your starring role in a thrilling adventure full of hidden clues, immersive scenes, danger, and
0: romance.
1: That's right. It's June's Journey, and you play June Parker, an amateur detective investigating a series of mysteries.
2: Ooh, you'll put your powers of observation to the test. Sharpen your sleuthing skills, find objects, and claim rewards. The visuals are fire.
1: It's like a party for your eyeballs. <laughs> As you play this thrilling adventure full of hidden clues, immersive scenes with danger and romance
2: in full force. Whether you're craving a good mystery or just need to get away for a while, June's Journey is the perfect game for you. It really is a sweet escape. I like to play when I need a mental pick-me-up. There is a detective in all of us. Find your inner detective. Download June's Journey free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. What do you got, Beth? Well, did you hear this story? Did you read this
1: story or see the headline? Uh, the headline was professors suspended for not giving black students easier final exams.
2: No, but no? Okay. I don't know what to make of that headline.
1: Yeah, I was like, what What does that mean? So, so I read the article and that didn't happen. What? <laughs> <That> <laughs> Wait did a minute. Not happen? Isn't journalism supposed to be better
2: than that? Yeah, what happened? you would think
1: so. This was in Newsweek, right? Okay. So I'm like, this is a reputable source right yeah um but that's not what happened if you read the story and i i actually had to google it because this infuriated me yeah and i was like okay what's the story rightfully so this is the story yeah yeah
2: tell me morning glory what is the story
1: (laughs) the story is this (laughs) douchebag gordon klein is his name he's a professor at ucla Uh, He teaches uh, financial analysis law and public policy. Okay. And so this was around when uh, George Floyd was killed and the riots and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so... a well-meaning white person or, or somebody who's not black. Uh-huh. Um, I, I guess there was, uh, several of them got together and they emailed him asking him to, um, give, you know, m- make it easier for the, for the black students when they take their final exam, um, either, you know, uh, grade on a
2: curve
1: or, oh, you know. Oh, given the
2: tra- the collective trauma that they might have experienced right, as a exactly. result of seeing and somebody kill another black person for right. Yes. Okay. Got right. it. Okay.
1: So um, th- the email was asking something, could you do this? Okay. And instead of saying like, um, no, actually I-, I can't do that. I mean, what he could have done was uh, made it easier for all of the students, but he actually could not have. Uh, just made it easier for the black students. He just, that would not be... Is that uh, not
2: that, ethical or something? It's not,
1: well, it's, I don't want to say it's against the law, because oh. it's not the law, it's like uh-huh. the school's...
2: Oh, the school's uh, policy. Right, the school's policy. Oh, so he, okay. he
1: couldn't have done it. Okay, But, um, you know, instead of saying, sorry, I can't do that, I understand mm-hmm. your opinion, or whatever, blah, blah, blah. He emailed back this douchebag Uh-oh. email Oh yeah no. H-
2: insert face in palm what <laughs> yeah. did he say <laughs> um
1: let me see
2: <laughs> do we want to know it was <laughs> it was
1: infuriating oh, yeah <laughs> i mean some of it was just typical i'm an asshole professor uh-huh. kind of stuff yeah um yeah. but some of it was just just ugh. Gross! Oh boy. Um, he said, "Are there any students that may be of mixed parentage, such as half black, half Asian? What do you suggest I do with respect to them? A full concession or just half?" Also, do you have any idea if stu- there are any students from Minneapolis? I assume that they probably, especially, devastated as well. I'm oh. thinking that a white student from there might possibly be even more devastated by this,
2: oh. especially
1: because some might think that they're racist, even if they're not.
2: Oh! Oh! Oh my God! I can yeah. think of a million responses other than that one. Other than that, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, apparently
1: it was a pretty long email. Oh, well, and he's it a was professor. Just, I'm, I'm sure yeah, he thinks
2: every word is va- is, is priceless, precious. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, what the
1: school did, I mean, after the the students, I guess they they uh, made the email public. Okay. And there Good. was a backlash. Yeah, and of course, people. People were calling for him to be fired. Okay, and um, the what the school did was they suspended him for three weeks, and uh, so that's okay. That that's it. You know, that's
2: it. <laughs> and that's oh, it. That, and that's and the so teachable he... moment. They blew it. <laughs> What's wrong with these universities? <laughs> well,
1: um, so now he's suing the school.
2: <laughs> what?
1: Yeah, the he's teacher. Saying, yeah, the teacher's suing the school.
2: You're fucking he's saying, kidding
1: me. <laughs> he's saying that he suffered severe emotional distress, trauma, and physical ailments for which he has wow. been treated by his primary care physician, a gastrointestinal physician, and a psychiatrist. Oh. And that, to that, I
2: say, boo, who? Who? Motherfucking <laughs> you, who, asshole. Wow. <laughs> So everybody may everybody. And I don't think the students made a mistake. I think they they they're, they're,
1: they they're, they they were well intentioned. It was well intentioned, and it yeah. would have been
2: an opportunity for the professors or anybody at that university's leadership to say, "Maybe I can't do this, but here's some support and resources yeah. that the university can provide for any yeah. anybody, especially our black students who are experiencing trauma as a result of this. All of right. this is just. Um, I'm putting up my hands. Nope, not me. Um, It's just so t- it's tone deaf and really in um, just gross. I can't yeah. think of another word for it. Yeah, just all Agreed. of it is gross. What yeah. university yep. is this? So I can never go there, and we can never do <laughs> was, a live show.
1: <laughs> it was
2: UCLA. Okay, you know so, some of my family members
1: <laughs> graduated from there. I don't give a fuck. Well, it's supposed to be a good school, but <laughs> so obviously, allegedly, yeah, yeah. allegedly, yeah, um, they should so- know better. <laughs> It infuriated me, not just his bullshit, but yes. this article, mm-hmm. which did not tell the full story, right. and put the focus on the, saying that he was suspended for not giving black students easier final exams, which wasn't even true.
2: Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. wasn't
1: why he was suspended. Mm-hmm. He was sp- suspended because of the his response was his very consent. poor yeah. and it was yeah. unprofessional yeah yeah um, and and so uh i put on my karen hat you did okay did and what it. happened when you did that i, I um <laughs> i emailed newsweek and i no, told them that wow. their article was bullshit <laughs> wow oh my.
2: Beth, i was going to just pretend to like fall <laughs> out of my chair but i just did it for real
1: I just, and you know what? They wow. changed the, the name of the article. No! They didn't change much else. But.
2: <laughs> oh, my God! She did it again!
1: I don't know if I did it or not. So other people might have oh done God. this same thing, but I was just furious.
2: My glory here is back. I wish you were in my room so I could hug you. It's so wonderful, Beth. I'm so glad. I'm happy you did that and recognized it. Um And... Man, I just, I'm without, you literally, my breath is gone. I don't, I can't say any. Oh my God. Wow. You did that.
1: So I was looking at the comments and everybody's like, uh, you know, I can't believe that he got suspended for Ugh. not letting them you know yeah whatever Miss they're like me with that no
2: you yeah. didn't that you didn't even read the article you dumb fuck or you exactly. didn't look
1: into it Ugh. yes
2: but it made me l- so leave mad. it up to beth to read the article <laughs> and then do research about it and <laughs> then contact the publishers oh wow <laughs> this that's moment, fucking Newsweek. man. oh my god just don't I, put that shit out there Oh lord have mercy beth i just applaud you And you're just amazing at everything you do. What's next? Can you walk on water? What's next? You've been to the moon? What's next? You're richer than Jeff Bezos? What? Have you
1: seen that commercial with the lady? Um, She's like looking at the moon. Mm, Thinking about it. I don't think so. I can't even remember what it's for. That's the problem with commercials. I remember the funny commercials, (laughs) but I don't remember what they're for. She's like, she's thinking and she's like, why do horses listen to us? They're so much bigger than we are, but they can't go to the moon. We went to the moon. I bet riding a horse on the moon would be awesome.
2: Wow. Wow. The thought process.
1: Yeah. She's just sitting there and you're hearing her thoughts. You know what? i I'm bet? Like, it, yeah,
2: <laughs> that's me. I know. I was going to say, did they copy that from my brain? Uh, it's probably an, like, a, it sounds like it would be an insurance commercial i say yeah, that I as know. i'm in I my closet remember. looking at my flow from progressive flow halloween costume, costume. yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so oh, my next you. story is uh about a body actually two bodies oh like body yaddy
2: yaddy body yaddy yaddy yadi. no
1: actual oh, dead, I got, I, dead bodies
2: oh, oh okay yeah forgot true crime okay true go ahead crime, <laughs> yeah So they found two dead
1: bodies in Portland. Did they now? Okay. Yeah. Go on. In a a wooded area. So they found, uh, so somebody found a skull and um, they're like, oh, there's a skull. So they went to, (laughs) the investigators (laughs) went to search the area to find the rest of the body, I guess, Uh and uh, came across another body.
2: (laughs) Really? Yeah. Oh boy. Well, this sounds serious.
1: Yeah, and uh, the sheriff was asked if it was suspicious. And oh, he God. he said,
2: absolutely. Oh, God. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> and so, bad. yeah, I think that's all I got on that one.
2: <laughs> oh, my. I found a body.
1: It's suspicious. It's Period. suspicious. Okay. Two bodies. Yeah. Two bodies. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, I write out like stuff that happened. I just kind of copy and paste. Yeah, yeah, I actually copied and...
2: you because uh, I do. I I saw you do that, and now I do it too. So All thank right. you. Awesome. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so wait, it says Sheriff James Quatron said it was too early to tell whether the events leading up to the discoveries are related. However, uh, asked if they were treating the recovery of the human remains both found near a trail off of Wolloban Road in Portland as suspicious. And he said, absolutely. Yeah. So that's it. I had a Portland
2: story. Um, Did you? Also, well, not Portland, Bend, Oregon. But uh, somebody, a a white guy shot a black guy at a bar when the black guy said, oh, hi, um, girlfriend, and paid her a compliment. And the white guy got furious and shot the black dude in Bend, Oregon. Uh, And uh, at first, uh, the only reason, well, not the only reason, the only, I wanted to piggyback off your story because the history of Oregon should not be forgotten. Oregon was a whites only state until 1926 oh, I remember you told me
1: that. Yeah. and so
2: i uh That's nuts yeah it is nuts i don't know if if the bodies uh were people of color or anything like that in the in your story but i just we see you oregon and you have a lot of explaining to do and <laughs> fixing to do so
1: yeah they haven't identified the bodies yet so okay they just found them okay got it yeah yeah so uh did you hear the story about the
2: guy who stole diapers no, but that's a crime. That's a crime of struggle. He should have. Right. Got, did anybody, He did he go to well, jail? What
1: happened? what <laughs> ha- happened was, okay. <laughs> this is in Winter Haven, Florida, which by the way, is where my mother was born.
2: Get out of here. Yeah. Wow. Okay.
1: <laughs> so in Winter Haven, Florida, a guy went into Walmart and he had two kids mm-hmm. and uh, he went to buy some diapers and his his two credit cards were declined. Oh. So he left, But then, and then he came back without the kids and grabbed the di- diapers and took off. Okay. And the police posted about it on Facebook. Okay. And they posted his picture and asked uh, anyone recognize him and said that he stole diapers. Mm-hmm. And a 16-year-old named Elizabeth Fiedler, uh, who lives in Kansas, mm-hmm. um, said she felt really sad for the man in the photo and commented on Facebook, Uh, that she would pay for the diapers as long as they leave this man alone. Mm. And that post was shared several thousand times and more than 4,500 people weighed in uh, saying that they were also offended and and upset by the police.
2: Yes. um,
1: Commenting about how it's cold and heartless. The Mm -hmm. man is just trying to take care of his children, Uh have some compassion. Yeah. people saying they'd pay for the diapers mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And uh, I, I just thought it was kind of a heartwarming story that all these people were um, doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: How yeah. Heartwarming. Wait a minute. Humanity. You mean what's that? It's nice uh, to see. I can't believe it.
1: <laughs> and then
2: Walmart,
1: um, they decided not to charge the guy. Wow. Um, Well, they signed a waiver of prosecution.
2: Okay. um, And the man
1: and then the police contacted the man because I guess they they found who found out who he was. Okay. Explained to him that Walmart's not going to press charges. And then they provided a list of local organizations that might be able to help him. So. OK,
2: that's good. That's yeah. Good. That nice story. Right. They could have donated a bunch of if the police department wants to change their reputation, what they has sh- what they should have did was don't <laughs> like donated a bunch of diapers to the dude and like food for the family and like got it all caught on camera and stuff, posted it to their social media. Now, everybody <laughs> hates this police department, too. <laughs> I know I do. Uh, but I, that is a heartwarming story. I'm glad. I'm, yeah. I'm glad it. And um, with a nice outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, ni- yeah. A nice outcome. Um, so keep it up people. Yeah. Look, at, human. People, look at people being good and stuff. <laughs> wow. Wow.
1: I got one more story for you. Okay. This one's about a tarantula that was spotted on top of a house in California. Oh
2: my God. I Saw this story I didn't read the article Of
1: course okay but tell me about it (laughs) Here we go (laughs) Animal rescuers in California were called out To assist a tarantula spotted Stranded on the roof of a home Oh, no! (laughs) Yeah, it's a stranded tarantula. The Peninsula Humane Society said an animal control officer was dispatched to a San Mateo neighborhood to check on the tarantula. The officer received permission from the homeowners to attempt a rescue and climbed up to the roof with a plastic enclosure to capture the spider. (laughs) The Humane Society said in a Facebook post that the officer quickly discovered It was actually a Halloween decoration, not a pet tarantula.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. That is so beautiful. Happy Halloween, bitches. Yeah, happy Halloween. Oh, my God. Can can you imagine? If the police showed up to your house because of some decorations? and well, I they didn't even the person, know it was up there. Who is the person that called? I who think it did was a
1: neighbor. I think a neighbor called and then the, the homeowners didn't even know it was up there. So. <laughs> Either that or they were playing a joke on the guy. Who knows? <laughs>
2: Maybe, but that's so ridiculous to call about a spider. <laughs> <laughs> also, tarantulas are good pets. Um, Uh, for the record, (laughs) I would never own one. But my understanding is that they can be very docile, very interesting, and um, I I like to look at. I think my offspring wants one for Christmas. once one yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
1: like to look at them like at the zoo they have some you know but they're behind glass and yeah I don't have to have take you ever it held home, one so. in your
2: hand oh no oh no no I like I like to look
1: at them but no oh no. yeah oh, I remember no.
2: holding one in my hand and just just being like like terrified and mesmerized at the same time <laughs> and I'll never forget that feeling uh, <laughs> i and, don't know if i want it again remember, but i'll never forget it i remember the petting new guys saying oh yeah they bite but it doesn't hurt that bad <gasps> oh god <laughs> oh boy so uh and Yikes. they do cool things like they molt and oh you know <laughs> <laughs> but i love that story i love um weird um what Animal weird stories. stories like that yeah oh <laughs> Well, oh, geez, look at the time. But this was fantastic. That's the news. Look alive, y'all. It's crazy out there.